0: I've missed you guys. I tell you that much. Has it been
1: a couple of weeks? Maybe it's been yeah, like hasn't yeah. been as long as it was the last time, which yeah, I think been, is good. It's been a so, little
0: while.
2: Yeah, been a little while. I think we're back on our normal like distance. Yes, yeah. whatever that
0: I mean, schedule whatever. is. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of changes, man. We're 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 independent again. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording regularly. We have a regular website. We it's like, we're, look. We're, we're back. You know on. what else?
2: Things seem to be working.
0: Yes. How crazy is that? It's been smooth, consistent. Yeah. Podbeam is incredible. It's, it's going, out. it's going well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious man. what we can,
2: mm-hmm. you know, when we kind of get into the new year, hopefully we can kind of explore. Like yeah. John was talking about, yeah. they do whether it's the patron patron thing or or or, or even Podbeam we were talking has yeah. like a premium yeah. kind of thing where like we may explore the opportunity for us to maybe do extra episodes for people that want to help us support the podcast in in mm-hmm. whatever financial way they see doable yeah you know and, and kind of throw things out that way because that's a part of this new platform that we're on so it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's something that hopefully we can maybe do in the coming year we're yeah. apparently not quitting this thing <sighs> at all so I, I I think well, we... well last time we said 175 more right. yeah and
1: i set the feed number to show 350
2: mm-hmm. so i mean that's the next benchmark yeah. you
1: know obviously. when you guys started the show there was this whole thing about you you called it episode 001 yeah. and yeah, you yeah. immediately started joking about how if you would ever make it to that 100, to need that third digit, right? Yeah. And I feel like now we have this new. It's like when the it's like when the the creators of Lost announced that they were doing three 16 episode seasons, right, and then yeah. that would be the end. We're telling you right now, episode 350 will be the final episode of Movie Movie. Really? Well, and I mean, we, at the very it's going to take us a while to get there. Yeah, so it we'll will. have plenty of time to like. Right. We could do some .5s. We can get yeah. to um. We can get to 349 and do like a point 0.1 and then a point 0.2.
0: Yeah, just get real, real 0.21 decimals. <laughs> At yeah. the very least, we have a, a year extension yes. on our contract. <laughs> At the very least. Oh, more least. than a year,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah we, we've least. got a year um, until the renewal comes up. <laughs> right, like, And right. we'll see. Oh, you mean on a <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant that we might do 175 <laughs> episodes in a year. Yeah.
1: Woo. Although it did say this weird stuff like, um, and, and I think some friends of mine were, that weren't aware that there was a problem with our feed, but they yeah. just noticed that on the day we were switching stuff over, it said like, there are 50 new episodes of Movie Schmovie. Yes. So, hopefully if you're listening to this, you've gotten things straightened out <laughs> right, and you're on the right, right feed. It should be the same feed Yeah. and you should be able to go back and find old episodes on that same feed just as you as you have been for, forever. It should so. have been seamless, but yeah. you know, Apple never goes perfect. Yeah. It but I feel be. like it's went
2: pretty well. Mm-hmm. And worst case like we said before, if 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 all else fails, just as much as it hurts, Unsubscribe from us. <laughs> yes. And then immediately resubscribe
1: yeah, and you your know, problems will be solved. Yes. And if you're hearing this with us <laughs> telling you to do that somehow and still needing to do it, maybe they found Podbean and were like a streaming. It's like a paradox. This, yeah, you know, know, you're, you right. know you're right. You know, that's true. Maybe they're on rely Podbean. Rely on no, fee- no yeah. feed and
2: just stream. There, there is that <laughs> yeah. section of
0: the world, John. Absolutely. There are people that are just like, oh, subscribing. That's too much of a commitment. Yeah. That's why I'm not married. <laughs> Not me. Not yeah. me saying that. <laughs> no, the no. person saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I didn't mean it yeah. like that. <laughs> so who the hell are you? Uh, I'm Ronald. <laughs> yeah, that was Ronald you? that
2: said that. Yeah. Make sure we note that. I'm Steve. All right, I'm John.
0: <laughs>
2: this is Movie
1: Schmovie. And this is episode 176. Mm. That would mm-hmm. be it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you guys been seeing a lot of good movies lately and anything you're really excited to talk about i don't know
0: about a lot of them okay (laughs) i don't know about a whole lot of them but i have i have been seeing a a decent amount of movies
1: i bet your standard of not a lot is still a lot yeah
0: you know what yes you're absolutely right
1: and steve what about you
2: been seeing a lot yeah you've been catching up i'm i'm getting there. Mm -hmm. there there's still a handful that i'm uh that i still need to you know have you seen out? Moonlight? I haven't. No, I mean, there's a couple that I Not haven't. Not either yet. Oh shit! So, I really no wanted problem.
1: to for this, but okay. yeah, I tried
2: to this weekend, but just it wasn't happening. Gotcha. But um, yeah, I mean, I've just been trying to catch up on as much as possible. Some TV too that I've been behind on, but mm. I've been when I went away to Florida for that week, like I feel like it hit like with a week of like five movies that I wanted to see. Right. And I'm trying to get back to those and catch up on like things like Moonlight. Um, it's but I mean, still
1: in. Like it's still at the yeah. Charles. It's still in our local art house. Yeah, I think theater. it's
2: still at like uh, Cinemark Egyptian as well. Oh, right, yeah. and I think also by my house at Owens Mills, which I've okay. been trying to go there, mm-hmm. but like I think they only have one showing during the day. Sheesh, that's weird when I they do that. See. When they get it down to just a couple of times. Yeah, that's but weird. that's that's like the number one that I haven't seen that I, yeah. I need to see. But otherwise, yes, I've been seeing a lot of movies. Mm. Yeah, okay, Before- some good, some
1: bad. Well, before we get into the movies, I know we talked about this a little bit on our Facebook thread. I just thought we should at least bring it up because it's uh, kind of connected to not too long ago when we were talking about Nate Parker and the sort of like, uh, uh, whether you can like separate the artists from some of the things that they've done. In just the last couple of days, this news broke, and I know you sent the link along, but I had read it, about uh, Marlon Brando and, uh, is it Bernardo Bertolucci? Bertolucci, yeah. Uh, When they were doing Last Tango in Paris. The, that story about them using a stick of butter well i mean it's not just that it's that it was sort of it sounds like it was something like they
2: discussed and agreed on but never really yeah like but no, the, actress the actress in I on the actress i mean even
0: i can't even imagine so so the story is that there was a stick of butter used forcefully on a woman well, there was a scene in the film yeah. where she was, where where
1: butter <sighs> was used to sort of lubricate a a a rapish scene. It's a movie right. about this like sexual relationship, this really complicated sexual relationship between between an older guy and a, and a like a young woman. I think she was the actress was nineteen, yeah. and I think the character she's playing is roughly that, that age time. too. Yeah, age. And Marlon Brando's playing kind of like an aging Lothario who's having this this fling with this woman, and mm-hmm. he's kind of pushing her into these weird scenarios. And it's a very sort of sadistic relationship, but it's also presented as kind of passionate and everything. And it always is mentioned just in terms of being like a shocking, uh, sexual sexually charged movie. But, you know, apparently there's a scene where, you know, he uses butter on her as a form of lubrication. And apparently the actress wasn't aware that this was going to be done. And they, they did it that way because they wanted to capture something real on camera. And there was this really condescending thing that they said about like Marlon Brando supposedly said he didn't want, to be an actress that was experiencing this he wanted it to be a girl that was experiencing it on camera which is like so insulting to the craft of acting and so like dehumanizing to the to maria schneider the the actress the young actress who you know i i can't tell if she like the way she's always talked about the film is kind of a traumatic experience i don't know if she knew about that behind the scenes decision between bertolucci and brando until i don't know when she would have figured it out or when she would have heard about it but um Yeah, it's just disgusting. And I just thought it was like... I mean, I've never been a huge fan of that film anyway, but it just is very easy for me to say. It's always been kind of a creep fest, and and I always feel a little gross when scenes like that are in movies, you know? me too. And I think now I'm thinking maybe with good reason. Maybe there's really not... Yeah, I mean, honestly... a positive way to elicit that kind of performance from someone. I've
2: never seen the movie, and actually, like, later in life, I've actually avoided it after becoming more aware of that scene. Yeah. Like, what... Not just from this weekend, the news that came out about what you're just talking about, but like just something about I remember reading that you know just issues about how awkward that scene was to begin with, and then now I just feel like I made the right decision, maybe not watching that yeah, movie, mm-hmm. and I have zero interest in seeing it. But it's just disgusting. I yeah, mean, it's pretty... yeah, um, and I think uh, she she passed away like four or five years ago, right? Yeah. I think so. Which I mean, and she and like you said, she had made some comments about like that experience and like kind of wishing that she had like kind of just stepped away and like spoke with her manager or lawyer whoever to yeah, kind of get in out in, of that uh, 2011 right. it says i just i can't imagine like yeah i don't know it's just I don't, the fact you that to put yourself in a place in a situation like that and, and just imagine how i mean or you, you, have you, any you have friends have that act for or moments anything. that you know things about Yeah, yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. know I can't like imagine. and I, and i get I, I i guess i get like uh artistically wanting to capture something unique but that's not unique like that's no, just that's just cruel shitty. and
0: yeah it's just like that's not I don't get that. And the it's fact that he told this story publicly oh yeah makes me think that this isn't a, a one-off in terms of his behavior and Well, like I heard somebody I mean, saying, still, saying that that disgusting.
1: that it was an attempt to like juice up the reputation of the film in some way. That like Bertolucci was trying to like increase the mystique Oh, of wow. the film and it reminded me of that weird thing that Yodorowsky says in Jodorowsky's Dune yes. where he's making an analogy between like art or the film is a bride and he talks about how you, sometimes you want to rape the bride or oh, something right, like that right. yeah. um, and I think in, there's some allegations about him actually having a film where he more or less <laughs> sprung a sexual act on, on someone on camera too and mm. used it you know Um, it's fucking crazy man I mean I don't I I don't know much about how porn is made but the one thing I do know is that everything that happens in those films is usually pretty heavily negotiated in advance so even the films that have the absolute pretense of being spontaneous sexual activity it's so it's supposed to be anyway discussed beforehand and planned out so the notion that someone did that especially the notion that it's someone young I mean when I think about like if you have have any friends that act, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going out, and you know, some, sometimes they go into this machine, and you see how this machine treats yeah. people, and you think about that, like just, I mean, not that you have to think about someone you know to be sympathetic, but it is interesting if you do think about like you know, a young actor just willing to do whatever the scene takes or whatever's Absolutely. going on, and especially in that case with it being two kind of powerful men with big reputations thinking, like, I better go along with this. That yeah. just must be must be awful. I often am surprised at what actors will allow themselves to be put through. Yeah. The one thing you have when you're watching a film that doesn't make you feel kind of uncomfortable about that is feeling that there was this trust between the director and the 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 sure. actor about creating a moment, but when you realize that the actor was basically being humiliated or or you know uh, treated like like a prop, yeah, it's very unsettling, and it does kind of make you think about the morality of a lot of
0: kind of just extreme filmmaking uh, in the first place. But yeah, I actually just watched one that had sort of an extreme situation. It's called uh, Love. Oh yeah. The Gasper No
1: Oh yeah, you mentioned that.
0: Yeah, so it was like real sex scenes. Um, I don't know, man. I, I so enter the void he did enter the void and which I which I kinda liked. Um but there's something weird about something seeming like it's transitioning to these so this all the sex scenes are real. They they got three people to agree to real sex scenes. And, um, it seems like it's a very weak story to string along these sex scenes. Sure. It's like, oh blah 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 argument sex scene, <laughs> and it feels like it it doesn't feel like a good enough movie to hold up to i mean, if it was an incredible <clears throat> movie that had sex scenes i would I would have thought it was good, but this wasn't a good movie to me. The sex scenes were really very long <laughs> very long they were like. Five five to seven minutes of straight just penises
1: unsimulated
0: un- sexual activity unsimulated sexual activity wasn't good enough to warrant the sex scene so no I, I wouldn't I, if you want to watch something like that it's it's definitely shocking mm-hmm. I've seen better porn than this. That had better. I was about story to say lines.
1: when you said it, it's a, a long sex scene with oh. like a little weird scene between, and then yeah. a long sex scene. That does kind of sound. It like, sounds a lot yeah. like yeah. porn. If you want to, <laughs> if you
0: want to see a movie with a good storyline, watch Pirates. at the X version of Pirates. It's a parody of Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> pretty good special effects. Wow. Pretty good sex scenes. Uh, and you can watch professionals fuck. So it's it's worth checking out if you don't like what's that movie what's happened to this show The Pirates trilogy watch that so. alright <laughs> well Steve what have you yeah, what have that's you seen one of like the movies me? I've watched that's the one that you wanted to <laughs> talk yeah, about nice yeah. <laughs> right,
1: right. transition you started off talking about love but it was a stealth <laughs> recommendation for the uh, Pirates porn
2: parody <laughs> oh man uh, I think the one thing I wanted to mention was I saw The Edge of 17 mm-hmm. was did a, either of you guys see that yet
0: I wanted to I was supposed to go to a screening of it and missed it
2: um I loved it actually. It's uh it's really interesting cuz like I'm a sucker for like teen movies, mm-hmm. high school coming of age, whatever generation, whatever decade you want to point out, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of most. But there's something really unique about um this movie that like it it hit me like about 35 minutes into the movie where like you realize it's really not a teen movie but more like a movie about a teen. Right. This was like, rated R, right? Uh yeah, it's rated yeah. R. Um Haley Steinfeld, Kier Sedgwick, Woody Harrelson, Blake mm-hmm. Jenner. Uh, that's about it That you'd recognize But um, It looks good It's it's great It's really great It's super subtle It's not it, it, it's, it's abrasive But subtle Like it's mm. got this Really good um, Tone where You're not like Being made to feel Like you have to Side with the lead okay. Girl mm-hmm. Like you feel like You're identifying with her Because of the situation She's in But like she's presented in a way that's so rough and like abrasive at times. Mm-hmm. You just realize that like, you don't want to be mad at her. You also aren't like rooting for her at times. Cause like, she's just like a girl, like a mm. teen, mm-hmm. you know, who's going through shit. And, and the cool thing about this movie too, is that it's just not the teens that are going through shit, but it's also the adults Oh wow! that, you know, you kind of see how those experiences are intermingling, whether it's a mother, daughter, a teacher, student, mm-hmm. um, or just friend, a friend, mm. um, a lot of great dynamics in it. Haley Steinfeld's great in it. Uh, Woody Harrelson is, he plays a teacher in it. So um, nice, one of the best scenes in the movie is kind of towards the end of the film where he kind of steps up to help her character out a little bit and like she kind of gets some exposure to like his life outside of school uh-huh. as a man and not a teacher. There's a realization on her face where she's like had a pretty shitty night, mm-hmm. but like this moment of like exposure to her teacher's life kind of checks her on like, how she's judged things the way that people have judged her Mm -hmm. and it's like a really cool reversal um just really good movie cool soundtrack really great directorial um effort i think it's the director's first movie i know she wrote a movie like another teen movie a few years back but um if you're into that kind of stuff um i would absolutely recommend it it kind of follows that like uh, Juno, Easy okay. uh, A, little those kinds of the teen movie genre, mm-hmm. not too poppy, not too glossy. Um, I love that like the leading guy that's kind of vying for her attention is like an Asian character. Oh wow! Um, and um, which doesn't usually happen in teen movies. He's mm-hmm. kind of like the side guy usually, which is kind of fun. And I mean, like even like I said before, like the characters are not what you expect them all to be which is really cool like especially the brother character has a really great moment in towards the end of the film um with a little more exposure of his feelings and his emotions that he never really is able to put on display because of like what he thinks he has to be Mm -hmm. um but totally recommend it it's gotten great reviews everyone that i know that has seen it loved it um and it's it's really good it's really good it's a unique movie that I think can like kind of go a little further than just being deemed like a teen movie
1: well it looked interesting and I like her (sighs) yeah and I mean everything I've heard has been great it's just one of those where you wonder like like why did I not know it existed until it's weird a month ago yeah
2: Yeah. it's weird like it's I think the R rating the fact that it's a little more dramatic than a lot of these movies it's Mm -hmm. not as like MTV-ified as a lot of them that come out so I mean and also coming out around like the holiday like Thanksgiving holiday doesn't do it any favors in terms of what it's up against in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's going to be something that people find. Um, I hope I so. uh, hope I find it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. you guys would totally dig it. Um, okay. Absolutely. Cool. Um, but, yeah, and it's still in theaters now, so you can totally find that still. Okay.
1: There's so many things that have come out that I was like, sure I was going to see. Yeah. That you didn't. That I didn't make it to see, and then I thought about, like, well, at least I'll try to see all the movies that I said I would see on the, um, you know, when we did our fall yeah, preview re- thing. Yeah. So I went to see The Accountant. Did you see the accountant? And you saw the accountant. Yes. Arnold. What did you I guys did. think of the accountant? I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I
0: loved it. I, <laughs> I thought it was pretty good, man. <laughs> I, loved it. I,
1: I, I was. I mean, it's like it's not Jack Reacher. No, no. But it it reminds me of that yeah. movie. And I, but when I say it's not Jack Reacher, I just mean it's not that that perfect retro '90s style. Taps like, in. Yeah. Like punch him up. But it taps into that. That it's got that retro action kind of thing. Going totally. On. I really liked Ben Affleck in that character. Like I actually thought it was a pretty good. Performance, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. much like in Gone Girl, he was able to use sort of his douchiness that people razz him for, yeah. and almost use it as a point of the character. Or right. at least David Fincher was able to <laughs> yeah. use that. I feel like in the Accountant, there's a sort of, and I don't mean this to be a, a slam because I, you know, I think yeah. we're all Affleck sympathizers at sure. this table. Mm-hmm. There's the sort of he can't act thing, and I feel like this movie was a great exercise in like underacting, and there was a real kind of humor to the way he played. That character. Now, I've heard a lot of people complaining about the notion that the movie basically takes being on the spectrum and turns it into like a superpower, you know, or or that makes you a better killer or something. I could see that being kind of offensive, but that retro thing. Of just, here's a guy who's good at killing people, and here's his kind of complicated web of a backstory of why he is this perfect machine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's pulpy, and it might be a little exploitative of the idea of someone with a condition, but I feel like in pulp you allow that a little bit, that it's not totally... Playing by the rules. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really, I really enjoyed the character. The movie I felt like had some structural things going on that are a little weird, but I thought the character was great. And it really feels to me like okay, now there's got to be a series of these films yeah. with this guy rolling around <laughs> with his with his mobile yeah, uh, stream you know, c- command center or right. whatever. The least inconspicuous way of getting around if you're this controversial figure, like, right, right. who doesn't notice that driving <laughs> in town. But still, I know I thought it was interesting. What did you think of just the overall? I know you said you liked it. Like it felt almost. How did like the
0: movie hang together? It to felt you, kind of like a comic book almost to me mm-hmm. like he felt like a superhero like a like punisher almost if <laughs> i also love the dynamic between him and uh his coworker, just just kind of seeing I, I like to see him function in his world and then when he got to work someone getting into his world and kind of talking to him and how yeah. weird he acted we you saw know, how he, he kinda, functioned in all his different yeah, worlds. Yeah. And, yeah and seeing seeing how he interacted with people outside of his world was really cool cuz it it was such a contrast cuz he was trying to be human mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, trying to be Somehow. a normal yeah. person um okay so i'm always against i'm always feeling weird about him uh and i love him in a way but this was the thing that kind of convinced me more than anything that he's good at being a lead and stuff mm-hmm. like and i think it's that fluffiness to this movie, and combined with his acting skills in it, that that is kind of convincing me more and more that he can be a lead in these sorts of movies, like a mainstream, cool.
2: Adventure I think he movie. is. Yeah, is, I think man. He's, he's, is. Good. Yeah. he's good. Yeah, I think that movie actually did better than a lot of. I, I think, think it did better movie. than it should have. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it didn't do crazy well, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I think, like, if you look at his movies, like, he's becoming more consistent. And I think Live by Night, his next film that comes out this month, or it looks the, great. At the end of this month, into January. But that's his next directorial. Yeah, thing. that looks yeah. The
1: trailer's great.
2: Yeah. Well, um, he feels
1: to me like one of those guys, though, who can do that. Like, I mean, he's, after the success of Argo, yeah. he's going to try to make a serious film, <clears throat> or at least a major film, as his directorial efforts. Yeah. Sure. And then he can kind of do whatever in between. And he mm-hmm. seems to be doing action. I mean, I guess a lot of guys hit middle age and they start doing action films. Sure. I mean
2: Yeah. But you, you I mean, use your
1: star power whatever you've accru- accumulated up to that point to sort of absolutely. open these movies that are going to be crowd pleasers. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go off and you do your your whatever, your gangster, your Gangland epic or right. whatever, you know. It's an interesting I mean I it I, is, man. I like to see that kind of success story even though um, I know that for whatever reason, Ben Affleck does not get credit for being a, a, a valid director. or a, a, I mean, maybe people are starting to kind of
0: get over that. I hate to keep saying this, but he's the only actor that looks like he can beat a person up. He's a huge a human being. Point. Well, he looks like he would. I, it's I, a great point. I can't accept Tom Cruise beating up a bunch of people. I can accept Ben Affleck <laughs> fucking up a bunch of people. He's huge. A lot of reviews he's were saying like being. that like
2: his character in The Accountant was more like, the superhero type character that he got to be in Batman v Superman. And it's totally true. It's true. My only pratfall or or my only criticism of the movie is without spoiling too much is like that thing it does at the end. Where you get that huge bit exposition. of exposition where it's like uh, yeah. you're assuming that I did not watch any of the movies <laughs> mm-hmm. prior to so, this part. Let me explain. So it tell for me you. everything. Yeah. No, there's there's Sum hate it up, that. Please. There's yeah.
1: two bits of oh. like twistiness towards yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. One is a, a a a really awkwardly placed exposition dump from, from a secondary character. Yeah. That is interesting story wise. It's really interesting yeah. but I feel like could have been weaved into the story better. Definitely. And and then there's another thing that's like a reveal that you see coming a million miles oh, yeah. away, and <laughs> no. it's not clear whether the movie wanted you to have figured it out or not, but I feel like that was weird. That, to me, was... was although I liked the way that played out. I liked the way a fight scene yeah. kind of becomes something else yeah. because yeah. of this reveal, but you won't be surprised by the reveal. And especially no. given who the actors are in the sure. film, there's just certain exactly. things that you so, you see it coming. It's they,
2: almost like the former, like the the exposition one, that actually was a little more set up in the opening scene of the movie. Like, yeah, yeah. They, there could have been more of an earned exposure you for that. You kind of
1: forgot you were wondering what was up exactly, with that. Yeah. And exactly. I think maybe that scene could have recurred exactly. a few times and you would have been like th- they, wondering.
2: And yeah. it almost makes me wonder, like, maybe it got edited somehow or, mm-hmm. like, got chopped up. Because that one is the one that I feel like I would have been more of, like, uh, oh.
1: It was more interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But not when you do
1: that thing. Well, you know, because there is a part thing. in the movie... Where And I guess I'll say this This won't spoil anybody But we yeah, will start mentioning Some of the great actors That are in this film J.K. Simmons is is, oh, is in it so Gene Smart Who's barely in it But she's always great um, John Lithgow I mean it's got this Interesting cast um, J.K. Simmons has a moment In the middle of the film Where I was like Wait, why is he concerned right now? Or what why does he have that look on his face? Right. And I think I was wondering that and I was glad that there was a reason for that. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like some of that stuff could have been more organic Absolutely. in the film. And that's a good example. You are caring about it because the actors, I mean, it's almost like they said let's get the best possible cast for this pulp and see if we can do something kind of interesting with it. And yeah. it does sort of elevate it. Uh I do there's a there's a there's a quick there's a kind of a gag uh with the way a certain character is dispatched that I thought was uh like <laughs> It was pretty funny. There's a there's a oh yeah yeah. yeah 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 someone is sort of shot in the middle of a sentence <laughs> that is that it has a comic effect. But I don't know. The movie has a lot of. I mean, again, I I mentioned Jack Reacher because it's got that throwback action thing going, and it's yeah. got that periodic moments where the violence is kind of funny, or the violence is the, the fact that this guy is such a machine is kind of a source of humor. And you could also picture yourself. This feels like kind of a a a, a movie I could see myself watching. If I saw it on cable. Absolutely. I can see especially yeah. if I was with a Call buddy a or something like that. I kinda you wanna wonder. watch
2: it again right now. Me too. I, have to talk I to about it. enjoyed it, man. I... did we see it together we saw it together, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it, it interesting that
1: almost every character had some tangled story? Yeah. Right. Like it's a world full of these characters with these weird like there, if you think about it, like uh the, the agent, the young agent that J. K. Simmons is kind of picking mm. to help yeah. him with this thing. Like she's got an almost unnecessarily complicated backstory <laughs> and motivation. He's got this little, you know, secret uh um obviously ben affleck's character we're finding out his 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 origin throughout the movie and john barenthal's character's got a twisty origin everybody's got this like they're scheming thing. it reminds me of like a noir film in
0: that sense yeah, yeah, that everybody's yes. got
1: like some some weird yeah, secret yeah. and set of things that they're going into how are
0: they gonna collide yeah that i i thought it was cool man Um, it was a fun movie <laughs> i i really enjoyed it almost too much it's was like, oh
1: man, I came out
0: feeling kind of giddy. Like, yeah, we
2: were both like, kind of like, well, what? that was that was yeah. fun. That was like, fun. Yeah.
1: Well, I remember we felt that way after Jack Reacher too. Where yeah. it's like we weren't Jack expecting, Reacher, it. We weren't expecting your, your it to be right more on. Yeah. than it was. I didn't see the second Jack Reacher. It's horrible. I heard it was not. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> it looks bad. It's,
2: it's it's like it's gone. Like oh, the, that from the first one that what, yeah. that makes you like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gone completely voided in, in this. Yeah, I heard that. I couldn't. It's so slow and boring and yeah, like it's like. I don't know, some, not to get yeah. back to the accountant, sorry.
1: No, 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 that, I think that's all I really had to say yeah. about it. What do we know about this director? What else did he do? What's uh, his name? Is it Gavin?
2: No, I don't know the director. Like from, Gavin from the
1: O'Connor ac- or something like that.
2: From the accountant? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember who was, what his name was. <clears throat> it's Gavin something. O'Connor.
1: I should have just said that with confidence.
2: Oh, he did, uh, didn't he do Warrior?
0: Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah, Warriors, which I the, fucking love. The Mixed Martial Arts. Yes. That was such a good movie. That, that movie. was such a good movie, man.
1: Now, let me just check something here real quick. What Edgerton you-
0: and Tom Hardy. Mm. I love Tom Hardy. I, I love that movie. When was the last time? I feel like I haven't seen Tom Hardy in a lot of stuff lately.
2: You haven't, that's true.
0: Yeah, I mean, he has that show, right? He has that show that's coming out pretty up. soon.
2: He was in a movie like earlier this year called London Road. It's uh, like a musical, okay. really slash pseudo mystery thing, like telling the real, like like some real life occurrences of some like serial killer or like uh, murders in in England. It was a musical. It's element got to it got some musical element to. It. Olivia Coleman's in it,
0: okay, which makes me want to see it. Um, um, did anybody see Moana?
1: Yes, I did. What'd you think? I mean, you know, it, <laughs> yeah. That's like how does like. that How does uh, that happen? Well, no, <laughs> I mean, is it's like, like, like it's. <laughs> it's I loved everything it. you would expect it to be though I mean it's yeah. like what do you expect from the Disney the sort of assembly line yeah. when they've got, the, they've got the directors that they've got on this yeah. one they've got the team they've got on this one they've got Lin-Manuel Miranda writing songs they've got this cast they've got this they've got the rock this, this kind of cultural moment best
0: voice acting <clears throat> in the fucking world. Where,
1: where it is great if you are going to sort of appropriate a culture they've done it rather tastefully and with yeah. a lot of involvement from actual people of that culture mm-hmm. so I think they've done a lot of things right uh, as far as that goes yeah. but as far as just a disney film i feel like it was middle uh, of the road i mean it, but it was middle of the road for a company for a that, that, that hits it out yeah, of the park yeah. a lot so, of the time so that means right.
0: extraordinary
1: for any other right. company. and beautifully crafted absolutely it was beautiful and there were a couple a of songs moment. that really stuck with me i was humming the rock song like for a day or you're two you're welcome uh, yeah. yeah i mean just you're that welcome. melody yeah
2: so catchy. Yeah. Well,
1: there's even like a a, a a slick R&B version over the end credits. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I have the like, soundtrack. Okay. I, I was like, don't I, don't I, might, I might I might actually get that song.
2: The soundtrack's good. It's good. It's really, it's really good. good. But yeah.
0: I saw a movie that was better than it.
2: Than Moana? What?
0: Trolls. Dude. <laughs> trolls blew that movie out of the water. Okay, I, that was... I, I don't know that I can say it blew Look, look out look, of the I, water. I've said I like Trolls a lot. Out of the
1: water, is this wordplay? Out of the water.
0: <laughs> for what it was... For what? What was? For what? Trolls was, which is a, a shot in the dark movie that looked so shitty. So why? Did, what is
1: it? How is Trolls not shitty? Like, if you can explain it to someone that didn't see it,
0: because I okay, would plan on seeing so, it at some point. But it's like things, Henry was not interested. I think we it's, talked about that. It's, once. It's, we did. It's cool looking. The voice acting is fun. It's a fun story. It's not. It's a kiddie movie, but not. It doesn't insult a kid's intelligence mm-hmm. in terms of like people get. There's a story about things getting eaten and killed and stuff like that, which I love in kids movies. I don't think that every kids movie should be like the mom dies, the granddad dies, or somebody like that. It's like this person's gonna come to town and eat these trolls, and people die sometimes. I yeah, like there's that.
2: There, there's a there's a there's a food chain. Yeah, and like and and it's, it's so like fun, man. beings are on the food chain, yeah. like okay. these trolls, and there's like these ogres, and the <laughs> trolls are just like. <sighs> yeah, until an <laughs> ogre comes around and he it's like the they get eaten the shit out of them,
0: yeah. and the like that's literally strong.
2: the that's literally the
0: conflict of the movie. Yeah, um, you might listen to a song and it'll have five songs in it. Mm-hmm. That's weird, but you medleys. used to it. Yeah, these medleys of like five songs blended together in a way that feels like almost like uh, dance dance revolution, mm-hmm. like just kind of blending in daft punk into you know uh justin timberlake song into uh nirvana song into it just yeah. does it in a way that's kind of seamless and the trailer doesn't do it justice i feel like it it wasn't marketed well it wasn't shown the way that it should and it's it's good that it's guess, way more
1: clever than the so trailer leads on yeah cuz the trailer made it look like the sort of kids animation equivalent of like a jukebox musical type thing yeah, Like right. it made it look like Here's an excuse To string, to string together some songs right. And have some, some voice talent That to me seemed like Like It's, it's Timberlake right Yeah But I mean so like I, I like him But you can see how him Like that's not a guarantee Of quality for this type You're of product He's right. not quite like A name brand in that sense yeah. yet and it just looked low rent. I mean, it, it did. It does. You're absolutely right. So, I mean, I'm, it looks, I'm willing to believe that it's. Yeah. Like, I love it when a movie like this is better than you expect. So, but it's so crazy to me that it just did not look like it mattered at all. I can't,
2: I can't say that I think it's better than Moana. I think it's but, better. No, no, and I value that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, it, but it, I can definitely agree with you that it's way better than I thought
0: it would be. I sang mm-hmm. along to the movie, and I never do shit like that. I fucking hate when I hear somebody sing. But I was beside a couple of people that were singing too. I need to see it's...
1: trolls so that I can break the tie. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Which one's yeah. better, Moana
1: or What but, but don't get me wrong, <laughs> Moana,
0: but this is like to say that Moana was a very good movie. That that's I think that's it's like also
1: a... your I
2: think it also benefits from like expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I, I, like yeah. you, you expect it from uh the Disney thing. Like yeah. I'm not the big I'm not a huge like like this is from like the people that did like Shrek and that whole DreamWorks yeah, machine, which I don't yeah. love. I like, yeah. but I I think I told you guys before, the True Colors scene. Yes, cried my fucking eyes out. So good. I felt so uncomfortable admitting that until after the screening, when every male that I came out talking to me like critics, I'm getting responses from.
0: Like, I actually cry. I was yeah. like, what part?
2: True Colors. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm
0: cool. I can yeah. say this now. I didn't, I didn't feel any kind of way when I saw Moana in terms of like emotion. I, I, I can, yeah. but I so, so
1: where would you rank Moana in terms of recent this new wave of Disney? Yeah, you've buddy. got, I would say you've got Tangled, you've got Frozen, you've got Moana. These, I think my favorite is still Tangled. The I want to compare it to, yeah, and I would th- say my too. favorite
2: is still Tangled. I don't love Frozen, yeah, me um, either. So, Moana like is probably past Frozen for me, yeah, like so it's probably Tangled, Moana, Frozen, mm-hmm. and then Brave. Well, I don't know. Maybe brave and Frozen. I don't know. Yeah, that's Pixar, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. like the Disney. Princess I know. The, thing. I know the line
1: is blurred, but there is still, a, to me, a thing that makes them these movies Disney versus Pixar. I can still sort of feel. Oh yeah. Oh, sort you of, you can. I just sort of Disney movies feel a little bit more machined towards this. <clears throat> user friendly thing I would say that Moana did maybe at times feel a little bit long and a little bit repetitive maybe that would be the only thing that like once you're out on the water and the boat gets knocked over and you get back on the boat and the boat gets knocked over and you get back on the boat and there's all this you gotta be yourself there was a little bit of repetition in there but I don't think it necessarily hurt the movie it just made it feel a little bit more languidly paced and it gave time for the sort of character relationships to evolve. I think
0: Pixar would have done a wittier thing with the dynamic like something about that would have been a cool twist or something it's with... tough to know because pixar i would have said that maybe a couple of years ago but now <laughs> yeah.
1: i'm like i don't know what pixar i don't know that the Disney. it's not towards d- Din- towards disney a little bit as yeah. far as like i mean yeah. i thought wreck it ralph was you know I fucking love it doesn't Wreck-It fit ralph. in with those three movies i just mentioned but it right. actually did come out in that in right that time. yeah is there another one that i've missed another of their kind of cgi pixar Well, the Disney, Disney, the Disney, this new era of CGI Disney. I can't can't think of. Well, I don't know. Uh, Whatever, but yeah. yeah. Either way, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, comparison though, because I do think that we do, to your point, Steve, we do kind of know what to expect from a Disney movie at this point. Yeah. And there is this quality control. You sort of, it's like if it's not great, then there's something wrong. Yeah. You know, and you feel it like the way we felt when we saw the Good Dinosaur. It felt like that's like this is not good for Pixar. Like this is this is hurting. Yeah,
0: but I didn't feel that way about Moana. I thought it was it was a solid movie, man. No, I totally. But the problem is, I saw a movie that I because it kind of took (sighs) things. So Moana has original music, Mm -hmm. right? So that's one thing. I don't know the music, as opposed to Trolls, which pulls from a bunch of things that I know mm-hmm. to manipulate me yes. <laughs> and that's what it did that's what it, they do it, it manipulated the shit out of me so yeah worth worth checking out I definitely would say for both um anybody see the arrival uh-huh. <laughs> I was drinking water I need some thoughts yeah I need some thoughts well, I it. think
1: you saw it recently Steve, <laughs> did. you? you finally saw it
0: what did I you did think
2: it. can I go last oh uh, sure okay so I just want to I want to
0: hear what you think first I like. it. I'm concerned. First and foremost, I liked it. I didn't think it was the best. But I think, man, I I have a thing about connections to time and and love and, and space and communication. And I thought it was done well enough that it conveyed this cool thing about all those things. That I thought it was I thought it was a solid movie, man. I, I it was also gorgeous. I the thing I, I watched this thing with you about the color palettes in movies. Mm-hmm. About how uh Marvel movies tend to be kind of ugly. Just in terms of the 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 blacks not being black enough. And it was something that I had always noticed mm-hmm. that feeds into th- feelings that I have about like in an
1: effort to create a consistent style oh, everything sure. is kind yeah. of played towards this kind of murky middle ground. Yeah.
0: Now mm. Guardians of the Galaxy the new one doesn't seem to be following it. It seems to be a little more like, I think the first Guardians deep... was full of like yeah, dark yeah, dark was... areas and bright it colors was, too. It, it felt different. But this the time. one looks even more yeah. like oh my god saturated yeah. in colors but um yeah I I tend to feel a little weird when I see things that are too gray mm-hmm. or too but I thought that this was a gorgeous movie. It was mm-hmm. sharp as fuck. Like I, I felt and the, and so when things like the blurry things, whatever extraterrestrials came up and they were blurry, mm-hmm. it really played on my play with my eyes a lot. Mm-hmm. The story was solid enough. I I didn't dislike it. I thought that it was cool. The language and all that stuff that they created for the movie. I don't know, man. I I want to see it again. I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I. I think I agreed with a lot of
1: the things that you said. I thought it was beautifully done. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was. I, I've heard, I heard someone recently say his name properly, so I know it's not Denis Villeneuve, which we've been saying, it? but I'm not. I don't know. It's like oh. Denis Villeneuve, <laughs> <or something laughs> like <that. laughs> so let's not even like. But it's Denis Villeneuve, who we've come to love from his films, and particularly like, we like the sort of he throws you into the world, and you're kind of you're kind of uh, you're kind of catching up with this world you've been thrown into. Like right, Sicario right. definitely has yeah. that feel. I I really like that aspect of this. When Amy Adams's character is swept up in in, in this government uh, effort right. to communicate with these aliens or some whatever it is that's behind these things that have appeared everywhere, um, which are like giant giant spacecrafts that are kind of shaped like a I don't know like a like a, what,
2: a oh, like a like a flattened out bean or something almost like a
1: big. Potato wedge or something like that, like a, like a Pringles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the the it's an interesting type of craft. It's like a visualization of alien invasion that I don't think I've really seen before. Yeah. So that was kind of neat. It was kind of mind blowing just the way that it was structured. So I thought that was a cool approximation of just how it might work. And when she's brought out to this this ad hoc installation that they've built and you feel the processes you have to go through like being inoculated against Mm. things and being prepared and it's all done so quickly that felt to me like there was this breathless quality to it. I love the way she was introduced to Jeremy Renner's character and the way he seems like kind of a background character that you feel coming forward. All of that stuff was really great. Um, To (laughs) me, what was weird was when you get towards the end and you see that it's in the service of this sort of twisty reveal that's like a time thing and i, I thought that was kind of neat yeah i actually did like the the story of that what what the story turns out to be yeah. and the implications of knowing something about the future and yet going ahead with your life anyway i think yeah. that's really interesting i don't know that in the end i mean i kind of walked out of the theater going like oh can like, i ask you a question like, i would have loved to have walked out and talked to you guys about it right then because i was but yeah. as it was i realized that i had been really looking forward to it like it was going to just plaster me you know yeah. like I was gonna be blown away by it and in the end I thought it was really nicely done and really had a lot of great things about it but I don't think it it like gobsmacked me yeah. the way that I was expecting a Dillis Villeneuve like yeah, did I say Dillis <laughs> D- Dillis that's definitely not how it was pronounced Dillis uh, Villajuego oh um, no uh, Dennis Villeneuve like it's like I, it wasn't after seeing Sicario and thinking like that's awesome yeah. and then hearing Seamus. he's on the um, the Blade, Blade Runner, Runner. Uh, sequel which I feel like he is a good fit for that I even liked Enemy that weird Jake Gyllenhaal movie that he did um so I don't know. I've, I like this director, and this was like eh, it was. It didn't blow me away as like the next step from this director who I've come to really enjoy. But I do think it had a lot of the marks of his movies that I like the the sort of naturalistic setting, throwing you in, letting you catch up with the world. It's yeah. not not a lot of really trumped up exposition and everything. And I did like that they didn't skimp on aliens. I did. I like no. that that you do get to see the alien yeah. creatures, and they do like expose you to what's going on here it's it's mysterious and you can't get your head around it because it's not of earth but i thought that was kind of cool
0: did it feel like a bootleg christopher nolan movie to you (laughs) It felt like a bootleg christopher nolan movie to me I, I like. I think trying. I like.
1: I think I like Dillis. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like this director more than I like Christopher I think I like this guy's direction more than I like. It Christopher felt like Nolan's a direction. Christopher
0: Nolan reveal. Like it felt like. Yes. I know these things. Yes, I agree with I that. I see these pieces. It's all fitting together. It's this Christopher Nolan. Like here's how this. Connects. It felt. It, you know what I'm talking You're about. You're so pumped up right now. Can you avoid
1: uh, having?
2: I feel that? like that's more of like an M Night Shyamalan yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, reveal. It's
0: something. Well, it, but Nolan does it too. Like, Nolan he's tries big, to make. No, every, no, no, I know. Yeah, I know. You know how he tries to make everything. You know what? That is a thing that he does. Like this is so deep. You mm-hmm. need to be in this because right. this oh. is how it works. And Did you guys it,
1: just watch Westworld? I have not watched Fuck. Westworld. Okay, okay, but it's like ten episodes. I just of, started. It's ten episodes of that. I, it's oh, it's got okay. it's got certain things that are great, but it's also ten episodes ten hours of them preserving twists until they just decide. Yeah. The story is built around preserving twists. It's not really built around a story. A it's not really built yeah. around characters that you love. As the story goes along, there are three or four characters that I really think are interesting on Westworld, but it has a lot of that same issue. Is over. James
2: Marsden one of them? Yeah. You know? no, okay no no,
1: I like him. I, I think he's. he's I, 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 I love him. I, 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 want, I, I want him. To I think be he's so underused. Like That's him. what i I think you would like him in this, but I feel like the notion of his character in okay. Westworld yeah. is to be the sort of always second. He's like, the, his destiny is to be played for the chump over and over again. Gotcha. He's like stuck in a loop but gotcha. he keeps... But yeah. I feel like they got to do something interesting with him because... They it, have to. I feel like people, like when people cast him, they're like, how can we underuse James Marsden? Yeah. Yeah. seriously. He,
0: I really think I he's, love him. Yeah, okay, it's interesting because I feel the same way. I love I have him. a feeling about this show. If you don't feel something, like this is a unique take on science fiction or something, if you feel like this is like an unoriginal idea in TV form, you are a fucking fool, man. I feel like people are just shitting on this for the sake of shitting. On I've heard,
2: it. No, I've heard like mainly positive I've, stuff. I've, man,
0: I've I've heard a lot of people just really? like this is bland. This I kind of is...
2: fell so far behind. that yeah, I just decided to I, wait. I, I don't really well, agree it's with
0: only you. Ten
1: episodes. I don't really That's, agree with you. I feel like it's I've got some, in, some. I feel stuff, like it's got man. some neat ideas, but I feel like it's overblown and full of itself. And it needs to settle I, into like telling a real story and not just like yeah. trying to blow my mind with something that eight episodes in you reveal something and then it's kind of like, like. Let me put it this way: If there's a big reveal, like mm-hmm. let's say you're an actor and you're playing a character, and <laughs> and you don't know how your character fits into the story right. that you're acting in because this, the makers of the show are trying to keep it under yeah. wraps, how do you play? the character how do you know what you're playing yeah. if you don't find out until you get the script for episode 8 or 9 yeah. like oh guess what you're the past version of someone else or something what like that what you're
0: describing is the entire nature of anything hbo besides a couple I, shows i know i agree
1: with you but but i do think it's, that there's certain things that become like, how does that actor then play this thing where it's like, as you find out... I mean, again, I think sometimes, it's back to what we were saying earlier about trying to get a performance out of an actor. I think sometimes directors don't want an actor to have the whole story in their mind because they don't want them to play towards their end. But I think... I think sometimes it can become a little too abstract, and I feel like Westworld has a lot of great things going for it. I think Jeffrey Wright is incredible in it. I he's think so good. Tandy Newton is incredible. Yeah. Um, I think Anthony Hopkins, when he gets a chance to play a character and not just spout mumbo jumbo, he's great. He's always spouting mumbo jumbo. The, the show's so amazingly well done. It's got it all is. that HBO like production value, but it's got just a little too much like it's bloated. Hey, in wait, of- wait. Just wait till we blow <laughs> yeah. your mind.
0: To me, it, there's a lot of like I, I, it's I got that Nolan if, thing just spooched yeah, all over it of a like problem. grand pompous. Yeah, yeah. A lot of quotes. From old books, it says in this book that yes, there's a lot of that, and it
1: fu- it's that it's that HBO shit. But that... they're trying to do- to not do what Lost did. They're at least like setting up these mysteries that I think they try to have yeah. answers for. So it's, like at I, this point, I would say that
0: well, you know, we've gotten but, into a TV shmovie stealth but episode But I guess here. I guess my, yeah. my <laughs> argument before that is like, in terms of grand production, there isn't anything like that presently on TV besides it. Oh no, not what about genre. Games of Thrones. Game well, no, nah, I mean I guess I just mean like it set, like set in the It feels like HBO trying to get itself another, another game one, of well. like, yeah, set in the future. Well, that's it's game kind of like it's going to feel in like a couple of years, promoted. You know I mean, like, yeah. I'm so sick of seeing <clears throat> old white men on with beards on horses. Yeah. I'm fucking sick of it. Mm-hmm. To see something kind of set in the future, yeah. It's kind of cool. Like <clears throat> you get really sick of seeing like uh the Pope show and all these all these stories about old Old dudes back in the day, or like a, even if it's like fantasy, mm-hmm. it's nice to see something to set in the future. Okay, that kind of has the grandiose sort of like there's something bigger behind Let's all of this. It. Yeah, it. I mean, but I I totally agree with <coughs> everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's kind of like watching girls. Like the idea. I know this is a totally different thing, but like girls is so fucking full of itself. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Like it's 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 like these weird pieces of dialogue that you can tell somebody's like. Hmm. Yeah, this is how this generation feels. There's a lot of that. It's a lot of pretentiousness to the show, but it all kind of <clears throat> sums up. It's ambitious. It's ambitious and it could have only been written by somebody who has their head head up their ass. <laughs> For real, like, it's it's just one of those shows. But, but it's, de- I mean, I, I definitely hung in there, and I'm definitely <sighs> going to keep watching. I think yeah. that, like I said, Jeffrey
1: Wright's performance is, is incredible.
0: I'm four episodes in, so... Evan, I'm Evan
1: Rachel well. Wood is, is doing some really interesting things. What do you think about her? I think as the season goes along, you might come to see that she's doing some pretty interesting things, but she's given a lot of weird stuff yeah. to do.
0: I never thought of her as, like, a, a lead in something. Until... Apparently, a
1: lot of people really love her acting, and I don't know that I, I know what I know her that was from. The thing, yeah. I loved her in Across the Universe.
0: See, I didn't see that. Okay, I don't. I saw that, but I don't remember anything She's about. She's the lead it. in it. Across the universe. Yeah, the Beatles. You know what's crazy? Jim okay. Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I didn't think about her as a. I, I don't remember her at all in that movie. <laughs> That's horrible. It's <laughs> so weird. That was
2: like one of her big movies. I remember like the movie, movie and don't
0: remember her at all in that movie. Wow. And that was a great fucking movie. Yeah, I like that, that a lot. Movie. Um, so yeah, I, I, think it's worth checking out, man. Like I, I, it is so full of itself. He's right. He's absolutely right. You know,
2: right. I plan on binging. I, I, I was, got so far behind, like I said, I was just going to wait till it ended so that I didn't like. It's available in spaces. Yeah. I've heard spaces if... have it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it's available in I spaces. I will find
1: it in those spaces. I think it will be maybe satisfying in a binge format, honestly. Yeah, yeah, Because I think that at least, even though it's a little drawn out, getting to some of those twists, uh, and it's not so much that it's drawn out. It's that it's... You know, you know, you seem to be nodding. You seem to, when, when a story is built around a twist to yeah, such an sure. extent. like. Um, but I think that maybe not having to wait a week for some of those payoffs might make it a little bit more... like Just like a 10-hour movie. I'll be interested mm-hmm. to see what mm-hmm. you
2: think. Wait, let me just say real quick that I love The Rival, and I will refrain from speaking anymore yeah. on it until a later date. But, Why? okay, so... Yeah, I'll probably talk a lot more about okay. it at, at the but, end okay. of the year.
0: I, look... This is the last thing I'm going to say about it. With all the things that I felt like bootleg Chris Nolan, I still think it's one of the You crack me up. No! Your yeah. your
2: feedback on these on this movie no. has gone from like No, but shitting that's... on it to polishing the turd no. to taking a whiff of it but, and like, what? "Ah, it smells because, like roses." Because,
0: because like, <laughs> I think that I think when I know that I'm being manipulated, I get insulted. You
2: don't think I, so? I did not feel that at all. I felt like what, Whatever criticism worse. there is with that stuff at the end, mm-hmm. I didn't I don't agree with that. But I know the feeling I don't that you're experiencing because, like, I feel like some movies do feel manipulative. Mm-hmm. Well, I did not experience I think, that at all. I
0: think it's because I think it's because in all of these movies, the, the kind of similar sort of bringing it all together in the end, mm-hmm. it all has a common theme. Like, it's always like. Bloop is the answer. This is what connects people. Blah, 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 blah. It's But always... the funny
2: thing with this though is, I never once thought until like that third act that it was coming back to that.
0: Yeah. I, like okay, so I'll I tell you not. that I didn't think that either. But when but it that's did important I'm like, though, it is really important. You're it's right, so hard but... to talk about twists without. I know. I, about I don't. Them. That's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> yeah, want
2: to. Go too far, because like that's some of the stuff
1: that I enjoyed the most in the movie. I think that there's... Some... no, that, that that's what I mean. That that yeah. I, that idea of what actually happened there is so thought provoking. Yeah, you know? I think it's yes. very
2: important that it fucks me up thinking yeah. about and, and the
1: mind. way it dovetails with a sci fi concept, I like that this movie took what I thought was about to be a cliche and turned it into something actually that was part of the forward going story. Absolutely. I and think to that, say any more than that really would be it, coming close. But
0: I think it's something super brave about directors that choose this sort of story because it's not going to be a huge hit like Transformers. It's not. There's no way. It's too complicated of a thing and still decide to make these films because they last. It's one of those movies that I'll tell somebody about, even though I'm like, fuck this movie. I'll tell somebody about it a couple years from now, and I think it'll hold up. That, I, <clears throat> right, I mean right, right. that, man. Like It's something about, like, I, I know I bring this movie up a lot because a lot of people fucking hate it. But Prometheus, to me, is one of those movies that five years from now, I'm going to bring that movie up to somebody and be like, you know, you want to see a strange movie about mm-hmm. it, uh, some alien shit that might be in the same word as it? Watch this movie. And I feel like Arrival might be one of those <clears throat> movies, too. So I don't know, man. I think it's a huge step for him as a director. It. Like I feel like, and it
1: does feel like a step towards yeah. the Blade Runner Absolutely, thing, you know, because it's got more effects and yep. it's got more fantasy elements, but it's still that tone that he does. Yeah.
0: I don't like feeling manipulated. I I teared up, and that's what the fucks with me, man. Well, that At doesn't Vienna, mean they
1: like... manipulated you. It means they got you. It
0: means you. that yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It means make like me a softy when it goes. Out, so <clears throat> that's what makes me mad. I'm
2: excited for Blade
1: Runner. I really yeah. am. I, I feel when's like when's it come out?
0: 2018. I
1: don't know. I, don't know. I think be... I, I think it's got to be. Really? That's well, I thought it was now. seventeen. Maybe was... seventeen. It? Yeah. <laughs> it? <What> <laughs> it? it? No, it's
0: just something about like I guess you. I heard about it. <clears throat> year, we heard about it years ago, yeah. and I guess it's weird to think that like while we were watching other movies, mm-hmm. this movie was also being made. So
1: yeah, time does not stop. That's time does not short. stop well, for
0: any man. I saw two
1: other movie. movies that I feel like I would need to at least mention. Steve, I know you really like the director Jeff Nichols. Have you seen Loving? And I if have so, not. what do you think? Okay, that movie d- does not manipulate you. <laughs> it tries so hard not to manipulate you. It's got that Jeff Nichols thing of like doing the story that you've seen, but not showing you the scenes that you've seen Look, from that expect, story. Yeah, and it it it's very slow, and it's very like like it, you're not just going to see someone pick up the phone and get an uh, like a bit of news. You're mm. going to see them folding laundry and you're going to hear the phone start to ring and you're going to see them come around the corner and put down the laundry and on the fourth ring pick up the phone and then there's going to be a back and forth that you don't really hear and then you're going to hear what oh that's wonderful and then you're going to see the person go and deliver the news to someone else. But they're not just going to walk up to him and tell him. You're going to see that person hammering on a board for 10 seconds. Oh. And the other person is going to walk up. and. But, I mean, it's so naturalistic. And <clears throat> yeah. the performances are so good. Joel Edgerton and Ruth Negga are both... I hate saying that name. <laughs> Ruth <clears throat> N-E-G-G-A is... Um, they're both so good in the movie and doing something so understated. Yeah. And then Nick Kroll is <laughs> not... Not good,
0: man. No, I don't think that he should do serious. He's seriously. got one
1: or two scenes where he's kind of okay, but he's doing like this tamp down I'm in a drama thing, and it doesn't quite it just I feel like they were thinking they were doing the casting a comedian and getting like a great little dramatic yeah, turn, yeah. and it just doesn't quite click. It's almost like the movie comes to a screeching halt when Oof. he delivers lines because really? it feels like he's he's Doing it in a very flat and unusual way, it just it just does not it didn't work for me. And I was ready to think he was good. Like I'm a sympathizer. I know you 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 flat out don't like his his acting, his comedy. I've I've heard. I'm about half and half on Nick Kroll, but this to me was not not that thing that i was hoping not that great that great you know where yeah. a, where a comedian yeah. is in a small dramatic role mm-hmm. and you sort of like it but i don't know i i don't want to say too much more the story you totally get it from the trailer the movie is just a 2 hour and 3 minute version of the About, trailer yeah. which is which is well done but it does feel like wow they're really trying not to this is trying not to be a romance and it's trying not to be a courtroom drama mm-hmm. and yet it's kind of both and and neither so yeah. i don't know it's a little, it was a little yeah. drab for me. Very, very beautifully done drabness. But the other movie <laughs> is a movie that manipulates the fuck out of you in the best possible way and might be one of the most exciting movies I've seen Which in a one? while. Which one? The Handmaiden. <sighs>
2: Don't. Haven't seen it. Don't get me fucking started. Okay, we won't say anything
1: about it. Talk <laughs> about a movie fu- you could ruin the fun of by saying too much about Don't the plot. Really? I loved it. Really? I loved it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Steve. You've seen it? Yeah. Steve.
2: Okay. Okay. That's that conversations over. I watch
0: all of his movies.
2: Okay. Mean, I. I'm, I. I. Admittedly, as I've always yeah. said, I'm very out of the loop on. Yeah. I mean, Have you seen any
1: Park Chan Wook? Is that how you say his name? Char- yeah. Park Chan Wook. Yeah. Wook, Wook. I've heard what, of what, what else has he done? He did old Boy. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then he's done like you see, You've seen old yeah, Boy? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, the yeah, only yeah, yeah. other movie of his that I've seen, I realized. I <laughs> thought I'd seen Stoker, but I actually... I, I saw Stoker saw as well. So, Stoker was solid. Okay, yeah. And that like was his Stoker. only... That was his only American one, well, right? I, all I knew... Yeah, that was his old, first English language yeah. film. Damn. Stoker, now from what I heard about it, this story sounds kind of similar in terms of the way that it's built around every character is kind of twisted, and there's this crazy scenario that these characters are in, but yeah this the the story of the handmaiden it's like it's so it's so interesting. it it's does so weird. many it's interesting things in the, in in the course of two hours and twenty minutes. you loved it, I loved it, you loved it, I loved it wow i mean it's right. it's, it's beautifully crafted Need it's like it. really yeah. something to look okay. at okay now you do you you know you do I would say that it feels like it's really reaching out to the sort of global audience with the kind of polished production that it is like it's really well done like it's really well shot the acting is really good the story is really interesting I I want to give credit to the cinematographer I looked him up Uh, what's his name Uh, Chung Hoon Chung who is um, who I don't know what else he's done but it looks like he was a cinematographer for me and Earl and the Dying Girl too which is an interesting and Old Boy and Old Boy I believe yes and Stoker yeah and a few others but so, it's like yeah I, that anyway I, I really think moment. I mean it was such such an exciting story to see and, and it's like to say that it's got twists and turns it's just like one of those you know sometimes a movie is, is and a lot of times this will happen with uh, with foreign films for me where just the rhythms are different yeah, And so a story like this, 20 minutes in, you don't really feel the same way you do 20 minutes into a, an English film. Yeah. Like okay. the pacing okay. of the story and just w- the pacing at which you're introduced to people and who's important and who's not and what's going to be an important detail and what's not. Like it, it it, doesn't hit you at the same pace you're used to. And so you can be like, oh, wow, this is I'm only 20 minutes into this two hour and a half film and I already feel like there's been enough plot that feels like it would have been the first 45 minutes of yeah. an american film or something i don't know it's like it's a densely packed film okay. and then you yeah. get to look at certain events from multiple angles uh, yeah. it's really it's, interesting
0: it, well you know he, he the director uh has done it's theme is vengeance right? right so think about you know that feeling that a lot of people get when they see tarantino movies like it, vengeance is a theme characters are very unique and there's there's t- there's like these worlds collide in these really cool ways and then you have this... to take a lot running Yeah, like, you, have you, to you, you get thrown of into a weird in. situation where it's
1: like like in the Tarantino comparison is really apt yeah. because there's not a single character that's like the the, the the typical version of that right like when you meet uh dicaprio's character in Django unchained it's like he's not the cardboard slave owner he's got all this quirky shit going yeah. on in addition Everybody's to being this quirky. monster i feel like yes the the way that uh, uh park chan Wook d- handles characters usually is very twisted and and there's a lot going on
0: yeah and and, and it's like you 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 have it figured out and then are like nope yeah and it happens like a couple of times. Cool. And it's like you also think cool. you're ahead of it, yeah. And then you realize that the
1: characters are ahead of you, and yeah. that it's you know, it's definitely about a world where characters are trying to get ahead of each other too. Yeah. So it's yeah.
2: Quickly, what did, you mentioned seeing Hell or High Water? What,
0: what did I you think? think?
1: Yeah, you said you saw it. I,
0: I I think I I think I renamed it. Don't commit a crime in Texas. Oh right. yeah yeah you right. did <laughs> say something right. about
2: right. That. <laughs>
0: I'm at a loss for words, man. Like I, I would I say, don't, don't partner
1: with Ben Foster in anything. Don't.
0: I think I felt <laughs> stay like stay away. Yeah. yeah, I just kinda, great actor, bad influence. I felt like it was one of those movies that it's kind of like trolls in the way that I wasn't prepared for this world. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got into the world. I'm like, oh my god, this is this feels very like unique and intimate and it felt fun. Like watching them do these things was fun. And I was like, this can't last forever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it felt good. It felt like I hadn't seen anything like that in a really long time in the way that like, I like small town crime stories and I, I don't think I've seen anything in a while that made me feel like it felt very big at first. And then it got tighter and tighter and tighter the way that you would feel if you were robbing banks and, you you opt- know, your options. Your like, options. Becoming more and more. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I don't think I felt like that in a while, and it was it was a fun movie. It was a f- really fun movie, and it's nice to see that the the pretty boy in the movie wasn't the the hero. It fuck I, it yeah. fucked with my head a lot. It's just like I liked it, man. Now Ben Foster, incredible actor, and Chris Pine, like oh, Chris turning
1: Price. out to be so much more than I thought he
2: was. So much more, man. I was gonna say, like, uh, to give some. Shout out to that awards chatter podcast yeah. that we always talk about. I've really gotten into that. Um, so good. They, did you listen to the Chris Pine one? They just Not put yet. It out yesterday Not yet. or today. It's really good. Um, just talking about like what you're saying. Like he's an interesting guy. Like I, I didn't really peg him as like the guy he is on this podcast that yeah. I was listening to. He just seems like he's like really seeks out these like uh opposites to what a lot of like the big opportunities that he's had like you know princess diaries was like the big movie that he was in too. the sequel like he was prince charming that was like his first movie Mm. and then he was in smoking aces Mm -hmm. as like the neo-nazi like you know assassin like what like you know it's like these against type things he's trying to like actively do but yeah i think he was great in hell or high water Mm. and uh it's interesting like they said they, they shot the movie in 12 days Again, really? like, yeah, the budget was like twelve million, which is like totally. yeah, it's know, it's like nothing amazing. Right? Like to have like a cast like that too.
0: Um, he opened my eyes that movie yeah. that he did with Chiwetel Ejiofor and uh, Margot Robbie.
1: Oh, um, the kind of post-apocalyptic. Yeah, kind of, what was that, that called? That's the first movie. Is
0: for Zachariah? Yeah, yeah. That was the first movie I saw outside of Star Trek. I was like, oh man, he he's
2: good. He's great in Smoking he's Aces. So subtle. Actually,
0: like yeah. Have it's you so seen in...
2: Smoking Aces? Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, he's yeah he's like the kind of like
1: hillbilly
0: white it. supremacist. Like makes me want to go back and watch it. Yeah. You, know, you,
1: mean it a, you mean a, a nice alt right? Yeah, nice, I'm sorry, alt right is what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry.
0: That's a lot of movies, guys. It's a lot of
1: movies. Whew. Anything else that's just burning through your mind, Steve?
2: Nothing that's like killing me. I saw yeah. too many movies, man. I can't. Um... I can't. I, the other things like coming to mind that I like: Edge of Seventeen and Arrival. I'm glad we talked about. I enjoyed Moana. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts was. Uh, okay. Yeah, like it was. It was fun. Um, I had
1: a good time going to see it with Henry, uh, and and talking about sure. how, like what it represents. I, that's a, that's almost one that it would be interesting to talk about. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. It would be interesting to I talk about. I
0: must see all Harry Potter movies because of a, a special someone in my life. Oh, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. I,
1: I feel like it did a lot of things right that you would expect it to do, but it did have a little hint of that kind of the Hobbit syndrome. Yes. Of yeah. like back a little too soon. With something that feels a little bit less richly imagined, but there were some performances and some characters that were really endearing and that I could see going forward into more stuff. I was just sort of like, I didn't want it to be a backdoor into uh, Dumbledore prequel stuff. I don't know. Do you think that maybe like they got halfway into making this and realized they needed some... Some more he- like heft to yes. connect it to the saga because they were worried that they had something that was too lighthearted. Okay. I do, genuinely. And yeah. it's and weird. It's, it's, it's like you the, feel it though. It's like those two things are grafted together in yeah. a slightly awkward way. There's like the dark, dark things are on the horizon plot line, and then there's the Eddie Redmayne going around with Countries? funny creatures. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, and some of that stuff was really well done and yeah. kind of fun. And yeah. I thought, uh, what's his name? Dan Fogler was, was, oh, he was great really lovable. Like I walked and out of it. he was great too. I, those two characters were fantastic. So good together. I felt like that made what's her name. Uh, uh, Goldstein? Was that her name? Bernstein? What's the name of uh, Catherine Watterson's character? Goldberg? What was her character's name? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, the fact that we don't even remember her Bernstein, name. Bernstein. I do But know. the fact that sure. she's kind of not as memorable as uh, Kowalski and Queenie, no. you know. And I thought Red- Eddie Redmayne just continues to do the weirdest possible performance choices. The crazy but I do spaces, kind of love him. Though. And I do think that character was kind of fun. I don't know. It just didn't quite click. Yeah. I, I, like I can't say that I loved him. I, I got, liked I, how weird he was within the world. Like, I liked the idea that he's kind of an oddball in the world of wizards. That yeah. we weren't seeing, like, a, a heroic Harry yeah, Potter figure I or like a Dumbledore figure. Um, and I also liked that it was based around this kind of love of all the animals. Like, that my son's a big sure. animal lover, so I think he, liked, he really responded to how much he cared about all the creatures, even the kind of scary ones. Yeah. But outside of that, it did feel like just an odd mix. Like, it didn't quite click as an extension or a continuation or whatever. No
0: it felt like a it didn't feel like a standalone movie which bothered to fuck
2: And then out. that person with blonde hair shows
1: up <laughs>
0: Fuck that. Best. I don't think he can be good in
1: something to me right now. I think I like uh, I don't we'll, know we'll get what. to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that. to that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's crazy. But
2: yeah, I don't know. It was it's fun. It's, yeah, fun. it's I, fun. I enough. I just you know, it's like it's actually doing it's weird like I was like following the box office stuff like I do like all these articles came out after the first week saying, like, oh, they got a problem. Like mm-hmm. it did well, but it didn't do really well. Like, I guess box you know, money wise. But it's held over so well. It seems like it would. In like this two to three weeks afterwards, and internationally it's doing so well. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting to see, like, after one week that they're like, The problem with the Harry Potter franchise, yeah. you know, or whatever, the Fantastic Beast franchise. But then three weeks in you're like, six hundred million dollars globally. Like yeah. it's a it's a hit, you know, it's like doing better than some of the uh, Harry Potter movies did internationally. Like what? Like, Give a movie a chance sometimes. Yeah. I think it's sometimes so the, weird. the press
1: doesn't know how to handle how unpredictable yeah, things right, are right. or totally. things don't go to a story that they already concocted yeah. so that it's like, yeah, if the movie's not... I think a lot of times if you just don't perceive the buzz around a film, it kind of seems like a flop. Right. And the fact that a Harry Potter film was coming out and it didn't seem like the world had Craziness, gone into Harry yeah. Potter town you know, totally. made it seem like it wasn't going to do that well. But yeah, obviously, it's that's an earner. I mean, that's a yeah. property. People love it. It's sustaining... Theme yeah. parks, yeah. Uh, plays. Absolutely. Uh, you know, all these offshoot web, things. Web yeah. Sites, yeah. like yeah. the Pottermore site. So the curiosity is there for it. Absolutely. It's funny with Henry, uh, we were talking about this, and I was, you know, as I said, do you know how lucky you are as an eight year old kid to like. You've got Doctor Strange, oh, yeah. Harry Potter, and Rogue One, or Fantastic Beasts and Rogue One, and mm. I was like, all your big franchises, buddy, are in, and it's like he doesn't even realize that this is not how life is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it
0: used to be that felt this like is we, life. For I him. felt like
1: we were waiting a lot longer between these yeah. these events. Yeah. Yeah, we get one every ten years. A years yeah. Yeah. We were lucky. If we yeah,
0: got a, that's crazy to me. So. so yeah, I guess that's all the movies. Yeah, we. I think so.
2: That's enough. That's a yeah. bunch. That's enough.
0: It is. Well, boy, we just petered out. Oh, yeah. All three of us completely petered out at the same time. Thanks for listening. We're we're on everything. Yes, right, everything. everything. Every every place that you can find podcasts, we are there. Uh, www. Yes. Twitter, Instagram, everything. We're on Google Play, iTunes. I'm, I submit and, and Podbean. Podbean. Submitted something to iHeartRadio. Radio. I don't know how that's coming. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So um yeah, just summary and, is you can probably find yeah, yes, it somewhere. Yeah, you you can find it. And uh our email address is movieshmovie at gmail dot com.
1: Have we been getting any emails?
0: No, not lately. You know, Looked I went in love,
1: I don't know that we ever did. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Not but so much lately. That could happen. That could happen. We get a lot of spam. Yeah. yeah. Like
2: advertisements. <laughs> That we just delete, but otherwise no.
0: Toby's twelve year old yeah. 12 years old and has a twelve inch dick. Find out why. Click You clicked that one time, didn't you? I did. I That's like, why I... we keep getting them. Toby's 12 and has a I don't know. I don't understand how
2: that works. So. But yeah, moviesmovie.com is like kind of now the landing page again, so you can kind of get to the Podbean site through that. Absolutely. And stream. Maybe if you didn't download this yeah. one, maybe you're streaming it. Yeah. Kudos. We have a Um, newsletter now, right? That's Sort of. You're working on it, right? Once we
0: get a decent amount of people subscribed, we'll start sending out newsletters. But right now... Miles, yeah.
2: You're going to curate that, right? You're going to nurture that. (laughs) Right
0: now, I'm the only subscriber. Into double
2: digits. I think
1: right now we have a newsletter in the sense that you've said we have a newsletter. Yeah. 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 However... It's there. There's the... the potential for us to do something with this newsletter. Something magical. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and Try also, it would be a great this. way to get in touch with people and be more that kind of direct communication so people still mm-hmm. check their emails, right? Yeah, absolutely. You still look at them.
2: I'm definitely an email person. Me you too. are? Yeah.
1: See, I can't. Me too. My
0: inbox is a mess. No. Yeah.
2: I'm an inbox zero kind of guy. <laughs> oh.
0: I'm not. I'm a thousand five hundred. Oh, I've got like twenty bucks, twenty four thousand in. My I, inbox. I would like have sweats. <laughs> 13, if I looked at your mailbox. <laughs> I, look at,
2: I look at my wife's mailbox when, like, when she asked me to update her phone. I'm like, what is one hundred and
1: seventy three? How yeah. do you
2: even live? <laughs> I can't
1: handle it. I can't handle it. Like, let me delete, delete, delete. It's just yeah. At this point, I just need to set fire to it and start over. You yeah, know, with a yeah, new yeah. yeah. That's a theme for me. I want to shut shit down and just move is it, on. Is it is it
2: all like is it all like newsletters and like just shit like that? It's
1: stuff that I scan past. When I got 20 messages and only four of them were relevant. Right. And I didn't I didn't read the other sixteen have you guys ever heard of
2: unroll.me?
0: Yes.
1: So
2: I, I used to use it
1: and like I, I kind of got myself
2: out of all these newsletters. This is a free plug for you guys. Mm-hmm. If you if you like <laughs> genuinely, if you have like an insane mailbox of those kinds of things, newsletter, subscriptions, whatever that you still want to see, but you don't want it like that, it's like a free service. You can enroll in it, it it ties right into your Gmail. Instead of getting, like, 27 of those emails every day, you'll get one email from them in a digest form of Uh all of those 27 emails. They're all still there. You can pull it out, you know, forward it to your inbox. You can do whatever. Great app for for you non-inbox zero fools. All right. But, but yeah, so newsletter is coming. Coming. Hopefully you don't add it to your unroll.me subscription. (laughs) But if you do... Kudos to you.
1: I want to say also, if you're listening, join the people who actually have left us uh, nice reviews on iTunes. I was looking at that. We've got a lot of, lot more than I remembered us having last time I checked. We're I've, in double re- digits, sorry. relatively recent. Yes, double digits. <laughs> a lot of five star action. Uh, a few people saying shit like, uh, "We've changed the way they watch movies." Wow. They have to restrain themselves. from So they got the check when from they're us? at work. Yes, oh, obviously. Cool. But I mean, I you know I was surprised. It actually kind of warmed my heart to see uh-huh. like the, the fact that of, I didn't that I didn't know who they were. I was like, I have no yeah. idea who these. people are. I think are. we have
2: more than one UK listener as well.
0: because yeah, well, really,
2: Podbean really analytics that we get now. Hoo-hoo. Yeah, really. Uh, you can see the little pie charts. It's definitely more than one person listening in the UK. So thank you both.
1: UKers, thank you. So we didn't make that one guy so mad that he <laughs> turned I, everybody. I in he the stuck with out. us. It's I hope. This. You know, if he stuck with us, I want to say kudos to you. Yeah, thank you. We gave thank you a little man. bit of a hard time. We did. We came out strong. Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, we came out strong.
0: He was very pissed. Yeah.
2: But thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Maybe you've. uh... And if it's not you, thank you to the other people. I don't
1: know. (laughs) Maybe you don't like that guy and you heard how he stopped listening to us and you said, fuck it. So he actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, slag it or whatever you say (laughs) over there. Oh, slag it. (laughs) Mind the gap.
2: And uh, moviesmovie.com again. And be on the lookout for the newsletter once Ronald gets that all ironed
0: out. (laughs) And we have some subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do this. We'll do this.
2: Um, But thanks for listening. And as always, you've made our day.
1: 17